Parshas Vayichi Revi, chapter forty-nine, verse one, Perek Memtes Pasukalam. Vayikra Yaakov el Bonov, and Yaakov called his sons. Vayomer and he said, the Osvu gather. Vagidalachem, and I will tell you, Eisasher Yikra Eschem, that will happen to you. Ba'achris Ayomim, in the end of days. Vagidalachem, and I will tell you. And. Uh, Rashi says, "Because Legalus is a he attempted to reveal the end, the end of Galus when it will take place. When Istalko Shchinu Memenu, and the Shchina withdrew from him, and he began to say other words. Because we says here, 'Vagidu Lachem, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen at the end of days. He wants to tell when the Galus is going to end, but then we don't find that he's telling them anything. But since the Shchina left him, meaning the Shchina doesn't want him to say that." So therefore, he uh, started talking other things. Rashi already brought down this concept before when he says Lama Parshas Stuma. When he said, "Why is this Parshas Stuma?" The Parshas Vayichis Stuma. The very first Rashi. Rashi said also over there that he wanted to tell them the Kates and Venista Momimeno, and it was hidden from him. Before, when we see by the Brachas, when he was uh, uh, asking about Yosef's kids, he says, "Bonai mi." Rashi also said. That he wanted to bless him, and the Shekhinah went away from him, so he knew that there was something wrong, and um, and he asked Mi'ela until he told him he had a Shtar Ksuba, he showed him Shtar Eser, Shtar Ksuba, meaning that when the Shekhinah goes away from him, it, that, that, that's a sign for bad. Also, we learned before in the previous passage that when when Yosef, uh, when he met Yosef, he says, Amusa Hapam, so Rashi teaches over there too, that because he felt that the Shekhinah left him, um, uh, he thought he would be responsible maybe for Yosef's death or something because so now he says Musa Pam, I'll only die once in this world but I won't die in the world to come uh, but also the, the sign of the Shekhinah leaving him was always something that guided Yaakov you see in all these cases that when the Shekhinah left him he knew that there was something wrong but in this case uh, he, it's not uh, that it was something wrong actually the Medrash says uh, and also the Gemara that um, that he started questioning that maybe there's something wrong with uh, with one of his uh, kids. Because since the Shekhinah left him, he thought that maybe they're not fully... So that's why we say, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elekeinu, Hashem Echad. They told him, no, listen Yisrael, Hashem Elekad, Hashem Echad. And that's why he said, Baruch Shein Kved Machus, Eloi Lom Void. So he said, Baruch, so he said, Baruch Shein Kved Machus, Eloi Lom Void. Yaakov. He says, thank Hashem for His glory, His kingdom, forever. But so who is questioning you? No, Yaakov saw the Shekhinah left him. Rashi doesn't say it here. Yeah. But, the, but Yaakov saw the Shekhinah left him, so he was worried. So who's he? Yaakov? Yaakov was worried. Maybe one of his kids is not supposed to, not the way it should be. He had a president, you know. Avram had kids that weren't good. Yitzchak had kids that weren't good. So maybe one of his kids is not good. That's why the Shekhinah left him. But then... Um, he, uh, he once they said Shema Yisro Hashem Lekeinu. The kids said Hashem Echod. Shem Shemlibcha El Echod. Kach Eim B'Lebein Echod. Just like in your heart, there's only one. It's also in our heart, there's only one. So that's why we say Baruch Shem Kedmachusay. So that's why he said Baruch Shem Kedmachusay Lelamvod. That's actually why when we daven we say the Baruch Shem Kedmachusay Lelamvod. Because Shema Yisro is a pasuk. Yeah, no, the pasuk Shema Yisro is a pasuk in Chumash. But because this was the response from Yaakov, Baruch Shekh, we don't want to say it loud, because that would interrupt. How was it in the Chumash if we didn't get a No, no, I'm just saying, the Pesach that we say, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokein, is a Pesach in Chumash in Devarim. 
But, and then comes, and also the Pasuk Vahavta is the Pasuk of Chumash. But we don't want to interrupt, we, we don't want to say out loud, Baruch Shekhven Nechusel Elavod, which is like, uh, sounds like a, another Pasuk. It's not a Pasuk in the Chumash, like the Shema and the Vahoyah. So that's why this is just the response of, of Yaakov to his son. That's why we say the Baruch Shekhven Nechusel Elavod, on a low voice, is not to interrupt. That's one, one, one interpretation. So how did, so how did Yaakov say Shema when he was on the way, middle when he was like, Oh, very good question. So you're asking, it says before that the reason why Yosef, but that Yaakov, that only Yosef fell on the Tzavari, Yaakov, and he cried. How they kept Torah, whatever they knew, they kept. So you're saying that they knew the Shema Yisrael. So evidently he knew the Shema Yisrael, that wasn't, that wasn't new. But it's, yeah, he was reading the Shema. And, you know, so there is a, a Sikhot Rebbe explains why was he just reading the Shema just at that particular time. Uh, but uh, he was reading the Shema, but he knew the Shema. But in this case, the sons were saying to him, Shema Yisrael, and he said, Baruch Shem. Okay, we're going to go back to it, because it's not... Rashi learns, in Parshat Rashi learns that because this Chalk Shechina, he started talking about something else. He started talking about the blessings. Pasuk base, he comes to Vishimu B'nai Yaakov, gather and listen, sons of Yaakov. Vishimu Yisrael Avichem, listen to your father Yisrael. Now, you see, he calls them B'nai Yaakov and calls them Yisrael. You know, we yeah, see by Avram, the Gemara says, you're not, if somebody calls Avram, Avram, uh, with the name of Avram, he's waving a love. The Torah says, you show not, on a prohibition against it, because the Torah says, your name should no longer be Avram, right? Avram, uh, Avram but Avraham. So if somebody calls it Avram, he's transgressing a love. But by Yaakov, even though David says, told him, Yaakov kim Yisrael Yishmecha, there's no love over there. Why? Because by Avram, once the Torah called him Avram, there's never goes back to Avram. But by Yaakov, we find both names, like just in this pasuk over here. We doesn't say anymore. So we know when the Torah says it shouldn't be called, it doesn't mean not, uh, not, not ever. Where is the pasuk? And the Rebbe explains in Asicha, the Rebbe explains in Asicha that the names of Yaakov and Yisroel represent two madregis that a yid has. Now Yisrael is a higher level than Yaakov. Yaakov is the, represents the level of Akiv, the level of heel. Yisrael represents the level of Rosh, Lirosh. It's a higher Madrege. I want to go into the end. The level of Yaakov is always necessary. Even after we come to the level of Yisrael, we still need the level of Yaakov. You still need the Kabbalah soil. You need the level of Akiv. So that's why even after we come to, to uh, Yisrael, we still continue to call also Yaakov because that's important. But anyways, in our pasuk you see, it says plenty of times it says Bnei Yaakov, but it says it right in the same pasuk. Bnei Yaakov Bishimol Yisrael Avicha. Gimel. Pasuk Gimel. Why does the pasuk use a double osh? It says um, he got to Shimon and listened Bnei Yaakov and Yaakov and Yisrael Avicha to Yisrael Avicha. Very good. Very good. But this, this whole um, thing is written also a little bit seems like poetically written, you know, in the, in the blessings that he gives them, you'll see the whole blessings are a little different than the rest of the Chumash, not just plain words, there's duplication. Uh, before, we learned also about the fact that uh, there were names that were repeated, uh, that's in Zeus actually, not here in, in, uh, in, uh, in the Chumash over here. Rashi already told us that the blessings parallel each other, that the, bar- the, the, the blessings of Yaakov and the blessings of 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 Moshe, 
in Parshas Abracha. Uh, we actually also know, like just that the Chumash Breshis ends with the Brachas, and uh, Yaakov is giving them before he's passing away. Uh, Moshe also, before he passes away, he gives, ends the Chumash, whole Chumash, Abracha, ends with the Brachas of Moshe Rabbeinu. The Brachas of, 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 of Yaakov parallel, they have a lot of similarities to the Brachas of Moshe Rabbeinu. So, um, um, yeah, no, I'm just saying, you know, but we see, we'll see, we'll see in, in a lot of them, you know, like by Usher, the Rebbe points out with the oil, uh, they both oil, we'll see that, you know, the blessings are very similar to each other. But I'm, I'm saying, what I was trying to say is because we said, God, the double shyness, that's related because Rashi said before, like the strong ones, the weak ones had their names doubled, and Yura for at the end, Rashi says, and the other Rashi from the other Gemara, two two Girsois, one that who's who 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 was mentioned twice of the whether it was the weaker one or the stronger one. But we're relating what took place over here to also to the blessings over there with Moshe Rabbeinu. Okay, so he starts passing Gimel. He says, Ruven, Ruven, Bechayri Ata, you're my firstborn. Koichi, you're my strength. Vereshis Oini, and the first of my might. Yeser Sa'is Vyeser Oz. You should have been superior in rank and superior in power. He's saying you should have been because at the end he's not giving it to him. Because we already learned Rashi said already by Yosef got Shechemechad, right? Yosef got the Mechayra. Not in, in for everything else because there's other things that Reuben gave away to, to Levi and other things, that, you know, like the Kahuna. The Bechayrim, we learned before, we learned later on the Chumash, that the Bechayrim were exchanged for the Levim. So the Bechayrim lost out in a lot of different ways. The Ruvains lost out because they were supposed to have, in a lot of things, the advance of the firstborn. What? Oh, so now we're going to learn. So not this fear. Is, oh, not fear. That's what we're going to learn now. Yehuda tried to save himself. You mean Ruvain? I'm Ruvain. That's right. That's a very good question. He tried to save him, but he didn't end up saving him. He so left what when about it? Says, it says, by a tzaddik, if a tzaddik intends to do something, it's like he did it. For That's right. Not, but but so in the end, but in the end, now, it's, uh, you know, if you learn, like the Rebbe brings down in the Sicha, interesting that, um, where did they took him, instead of killing him, what did they do with him? They throwing him into a pit. Now, we learned that Rashi says that pit didn't have any water, Right? But it says, boy, reik, no empty, no water, right? So Rashi says, well, if it's empty, it doesn't have any water. So Rashi says, it means it doesn't have any water, but it has scorpions in there, and snakes. So what do you think? Reuven says, okay, let's not, uh, let's start our hands, we shouldn't kill him. What do you mean they shouldn't kill him? We shouldn't stab him, or we shouldn't, uh, how, how do they want to kill him? Well, let's throw him into the pit. If you throw something in a pit where there's scorpions and snakes, what do you think? The, the person can exist? Reuven didn't know that. No, Reuven didn't know there were scorpions over there? No. no, the contrary. No, he didn't know there were scorpions there. Well, that's a good question. So you say he thought that he's going to come back to save him. Now, the other question we have, how could the brothers Taka do such a terrible thing, throwing a brother into the pit? So there's some of Farshim that learn... Then why would Reuven get this thing if all the brothers said, let's kill him? Reuven at least didn't say with our hands. Okay, no, I understand. But how is that any better? How is throwing somebody in the pit... You throw somebody into a fire. You say, well, the fire killed you. It's not the fire that killed you. You killed him. Yeah, he wasn't planning on getting killed. He wanted to come save him. Yeah, because the Pasuk says, But how could he save him if he throws him into a pit where there are snakes and and scorpions? He didn't know. Well, well, according to some of Farshim, according to some of Farshim, that's the Pashtib Shat, yes. But according to some of Farshim, the brothers felt that Yosef deserved death. 
He deserved death. Why? Because Yosef told terrible things about them. He made the machlokes over there. He spoke Lashon Hara. He caused a lot of rift. And they felt, for different reasons, you know, I have to look at the Mepharshim, but the Mepharshim felt that Yosef deserved death because he was a troublemaker over there. Yosef? Oh, Yosef. Yosef. So that's why they said, let's go and kill him because they wanted to kill him because they thought he was dead. But, and even though Reuven knew that there were scorpions in there, but Reuven knew that he might be saved if he's thrown into the pit, because scorpions and, and snakes only do totally what Hashem wants to do. They don't have any choice. A person can sometimes kill somebody else, even if he doesn't deserve. Maybe maybe he's, he, according to some opinions, he deserved death, somebody wouldn't deserve death. Maybe he would have a zchus that he wouldn't deserve death. So a person can override those chusim and can cause death to a person. So if they were going to kill him by themselves, by throwing him into a fire or throwing him off a cliff, he would die. That would be a, an, a, 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 a thing that would happen. But throwing him into snakes and scorpions, there has to be another act of the snakes and the scorpions have to go ahead and bite him and, and eat him. And that's something, if he has a chus, it's not going to happen. As Itaka we saw, what happened? What do you think the Torah is telling us that he had a zuchus and this, they didn't change him? And that's why he had a zuchus, the brothers couldn't kill him. He had a zuchus that they couldn't, uh, that they couldn't that the snakes and the scorpions didn't eat him up. What you're saying in Pashat, you're saying is that they, that they didn't know that there were uh, snakes and scorpions over there. Okay, that's possible too. Okay, anyways, but Ruvain lost, we'll see in a minute what the, what the Pasik says about him, what Yaakov says about him. Oini, what does it mean, my Oini? Zoktrashi koichi, that's my power. Kemoi, like we find in the Pasik in Aisheya Yudbeis Tes, Motsosi Oini. I have found power for myself. Oini is lost in power. And in Yeshaya Mem Chavov, we find Meroiv Oinim, because of his great might. Oinim is lost in power. Or in Yeshaya Chavtes, Perik Mem Pos Chavtes, it says, Ulein Oinim, and to whom has no strength. We learned in the recent Ayim Yoim, there's a passage that says, Yazev Rosho Darkoi, Viish Oven Machshavosov. An evil person should leave his. Darkoi, Yazav Arosha, Darkoi, Viish Oven. Oven is also over there, means a, a bad person, Lashon Oven. But the Rebbe brings down the Yayim, the Taich, Viish Oven, which is pronounced like Ish Oin. Same thing like Oin over here. Oin means a powerful person, a person with power. And he says that a person who likes to always say, I say, and I think, and it's all about me, you have to let go of that ego, I guess, of that self, of that oin. But that's another example where oin is touched as power, even though in the Pasuk over there it means oven. And of course, it's not, Rashi can bring that as an example, because over there it's not oin, it's oven. But I just want to bring down, that's also the idea of oin of power. Yeser se'eisat Rashi. Roi ha'yiso liyus yeser al-checha bikehuna. You should have been more on your brothers with priesthood. So what it means specific says, It's an expression of raising of the hand to recite the priestly blessing. We say the, the Nesiyah's Kapayim, we always say, say so, Yeser more says, you should raise your hands, in other words, you should be like the Kayim. The Yeser Oz, and also you should be superior 
in, 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 in power, which means, what does it mean? Bemalchus, should be kemoi, like it says, and he will gain strength for his string, meaning strength. Who caused you to lose all this? Now, it doesn't say about that story right now. Right now, the Pasik, the Pasik, the Pasik doesn't say right now the story about uh, ruling. That, that's, that's, not, that's not what the Pasik says, says over there. But Rashi says over here, right, another Pasik. So who, who says that Yaakov is, has the right to judge? Well, he's giving the powers, and uh, Yaakov was a, was a Merkava, he was the father of them, he knew what the no, thing. But but still, it says that he blessed all of his kids and everything, but he had to tell him at the end of, and he, uh, he, I guess Reuben was able to take it. You know, he was able to take it. Let's go to Pasuk 4. Pasuk Dalit. Pachas Kamayim. Pachas Kamayim, you have the restlessness like water. Pachas, to Reuben he's saying, like water. Therefore, Al Toysar, you shall not have superiority. Toys are done extra. Why? You have ascended upon your father's couch, meaning on your father's place that, he's, that he sleeps. What do you mean he's sleeping? I'll tell you in a minute. Then you profaned. Chilalto means you profaned. Then, at that time, when you went up to the Mishkin Vavicha, you profaned Yitzui Allah, him who ascends upon my bed. Allah refers to the Abishta. The Abishta was on Yaakov's bed. But by you going up to the bed of your father, you have profaned and you have desecrated so that the place where Hashem comes to. What he was talking about is the story of the Chumash in which his, after Rachel died, it says that Yaakov put the uh, tent, the bed, into uh, Bilhah's uh, tent, and he was upset for his mother, for his mother Leah, right? So even though we learned already before, Reuven did tshuva. He felt bad for his mother because his mother. Because as 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 Rashi, okay, but I'm saying that Rashi, as Rashi said over there, uh, uh, that the the he he felt that she was. A maid servant, she was a shivcha to her mother, and when the Rebbe learns in the sikhas, sikh, she remained a shivcha even after she was she got married to uh, to uh, to Yaakov. She still remained a shivcha of 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 of, of, uh, of, of Rachel, Bilha. He placed his 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 his, his bed in Bilha's tent, and Bilha was still a shivcha. And that's why in Rashi he says when Yosef was saying bad to his father about his brother, he says they called them B'nai Shvachos, because even when they were married, they, she still remained in the status. She worked for Rachel. Bilha was still Rachel's Shivcha even afterwards. Bilha's kids were not Avadim because they were not slaves. They were Yaakov's children too, and they didn't work, so therefore they didn't remain Avadim. So, but Bilha herself and Zilpah herself, they remained slaves after, afterwards. And he felt bad. Why should the slave of his mother, of his mother's tzara, which was uh, Rachel, was his mother Leah. Leah was Reuven's mother. Why should be she, she be with Yaakov instead of his mother be with Yaakov? So therefore he went and he rearranged 
uh, the the bedrooms, and he Isn't put one second. He put the bed into Leah's tent. Into Leah's tent. Now he should not have gotten involved in his father's affairs. Now you're asking Akasha why his father did that. That's another thing. I mean, I don't know that we need an answer for that, but that's another why his father did so. But he, but Ruvain was standing up for his mother's pride, for his mother's covet, and he was trying to defend her. And he had, he felt bad for her, and he was. But at that time, also the pasuk says, "Vayishkov Ruvain that he that he that he had a relationship with his." With 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 with, uh, with 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 her with the woman there because it, it's considered like a terrible thing like he did, you okay? It says over there in the pasuk. So and here it says a list of So because of that, and we already learned why was Reuven not there when they sold when they pulled him out of the of the pit. Remember what Rashi said over there? Two things. It, it, two things. Either he is fasting. Why was he fasting? Because he changes. So he didn't even sugar for this. And it still didn't help him. The other one, he was his day to serve his father. But still, you see, it didn't help him. So let's look at Rashi. Pachas kamayim, Rashi, the restlessness of water, hapachas v'habahola, the restlessness and the haste, you have, you were hasty to show your anger. Kamayim alolu, just like water, what is it called? That you are restlessness of water, just like water. They go quickly uh, to uh, their course where they're running. Therefore, Therefore, you will not get extra. little. You shall not uh, have superiority to take kola halolu. All these extras They were fit for you, the firstborn. What is this? Since you didn't see you these, get all, you're going to get all these things. What is the pachas, what is the hastiness that you were hasted? That you went up to the uh, to your father's couch. Then you desecrated. Because what he did was, when he changed around his father's bed, it wasn't just changing around doing something good, but he says, Oschilauta, then you desecrate it. To the one that goes up on my, over my bed. Over there, the shechina by his bed. That's the, the divine, which would go up on my over my bed. Now, I don't know what he means that the shechina comes over his bed exactly. What this means, but apparently that was a a place where the shechina was. Over over his bed. Pachaz Rashi Shem Davar. It's a a noun. Lefikoch Taima Lamaila. It's on the word Pachas. Ukule Nokut Pasach. It's all a Pasach. Ve'ilu Hoyeloshin Avar. Had it been the past that you hasted, Hoyenokut Chetzi Komet VeChetzi Pasach. Ve'Taima Lamata. Then it would be Pachaz, not Pachas. Okay. Baiter. Yitzui, Zotrashi, Loshen Mishkov. That Yitzui means my bed, it's a, a language of a, 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 a place where you lie. Al Shem because it is spread, it has spreads on it, mattresses and sheets, 
levadim v'sadinim. There's a lot of time words sehilim kuflam beis gimel im ella. If I'll go up, I'll eres yitzui. I shall not go up on the bed that was spread for me. Yitzui means spread for me. Or tilim samar gimel zayim zecharticha yitzui. I'll remember you on the on the bedspread. Now we're still not done yet. In Pasuk Hey, he's giving Shimon Velevi chastising them too. Shimon Velevi, chastising is rebuking them. Shimon Velevi, Achim, they're brothers. Klei Chamos, Mechairus Seyim. Klei Chamos means stolen instruments. Kali is instrument, and Chamos stolen. Mechairus Seyim are their weapons. Mechairus Seyim here means weapons. The weapons that Shimon Velevi used are stolen. What does it mean they're stolen? Because the sword, what they did to go and kill the people of Shechem, in the way, that's stolen uh, um, uh, instruments. Now, even though Rashi already said before that Yaakov himself uh, went out according to one pshat, because they were all trying to fight him, right? So Rashi said he also used a, a bow and a cherub. But that he did just to defend himself. But in Shimon Levi's case, he's rebuking them because they started it all up by using their uh, stolen instruments. Shimon the Levi Achim. But see, this Yaakov, with all of his uh, Yaakov Ishtam, he always knew also how to defend himself. You know, he got the brachas from from uh, from Yitzchok, he got the Bechayra from there, and um, he says, from Esau, he also means with his wisdom. So he, he found his way, you know, to, uh, to, uh, to, uh, to figure out things. So, the class is Shimon Velevi Achim. Shimon Velevi are brothers. What does he mean that they're brothers? The class is Achas. They were in one advice. Where did they have the same advice? Al Shechem, Val Yosef. When it came to Shechem, they both decided. They, they both of them, each, it was Shimon and Levi, they together went and took out the whole city. And also by Yosef, it says, Vayemru, Ish Elochiv, it was also Shimon and Levi. How do we know that there was Shimon and Levi? So, Krashi, Le'il Lamadzayin, Poshikitaz Chof, it says, Vayemru, Ish Elochiv, one man says to his brother, Vayatuluchu Venargeyu, now let's go and kill him. So, who are the instigators? Who are the ones that are saying, no. let's go and kill him? So, Krashi, Mihem, who are they? If you're going to say it's either Reuven or Yehuda, they didn't agree to kill him. They said we should throw him into the pit. One of themselves and one said the pit. So they didn't want to kill him. And maybe in the Pashtim Shah we can also say, like you said, Zama before, that they, they didn't know that there were scorpions and, and, and snakes in there. In Taimar Bnei, it's just the Pasuk telling us that Nabayre came by that there were scorpions there. In time of Bnei if you're going to say the sons of the maidservants, meaning Bila and Zilpah's kids, and again, Rashi called them Shvachas, they were always Shvachas, their hatred wasn't complete. Because, Shenemar, because the Pasuk says in the beginning of Parshish Vayeshev, um, um, it says, He was friendly with the sons of Zilpah and Bila, right? They didn't hate him fully. And he was telling Lashon Hara about the other brothers that they called him the Ashvachas. So they didn't hate him for him. They wouldn't go and want to kill him. Uh, so why was Yaakov like, so like everything to Zilpah and Bila? They also tried to kill Yaakov from Mila, you know, from uh, Bila, you know, right? from uh, 
Whatever his name is. What's the mother? The sons of Bila? Oh, wait, wait. Rachel? Yeah? You know Rachel? So, also then, they, they also wanted to kill Yosef. So why were they any better than others? Rachel's kids didn't want to kill. Rachel had Binyamin and Yosef. Binyamin no, not was Rachel, Rachel, Bila. No, I'm yeah, Bila's wanted it. So, but I should say no. They would not agree to kill him because he, he they didn't hide him so much. Even though it's Mashmah, they, they did, you know, he was getting annoyed. Who wanted to kill him? No, no, but it says, So somebody said to his brother, we want to kill him. Now we're trying to figure out Who who's, who's, who's the saying? one. Yeah, who's the one, whose advice? Eventually they all went along. But you see, later on, they were complaining to Yehuda, Rashi said already, had you told us to stop it, we wouldn't have done it. So you can see that it's not like they're all said together at the same time. They were instigators. So Rashi tried to prove that it was Shimon and Levi. Because it cannot be the sons of the... Maid servant because it says, Who not is Bnei Bilas Bnei Zilpa, Begoimer. Then it says, Yisachar Uzvulun, if it was Yisachar Uzvulun, Lahoyu Medabin Bifnachim Agod Doilamahem. They would not have been speaking in front of their older brothers, right? Uh, because if Reuven and Shimon, and Reuven and, I mean, Reuven. If it wasn't Shimon and Levi, so then they wouldn't, uh, and Yudah wasn't in it, so who would be Yisachar and Zavun? In other words, it had to be from the sons of Leah. Leah had six sons, right? Now we're, we're pinning it on Shimon and Levi. Ruvain didn't want to, Yudah didn't want to, so who could it be? Uh, Yisachar and Zavun. Yisachar and Zavun would not speak in front of their older brothers. That's why the father calls them Brothers, which means what do you mean brothers? Because they had one idea when it came to Shechem, when it came to Yosef, they also had the same idea. Now, by Shechem, the Pasik says who it was. It says Shimon Levi. Rashi doesn't need a Pasik. Then the Pasik says that the, the, the brothers of calls them the brothers of Dina. Actually, Achei Dina over there by Yikuv Shimon Levi. They came out and they were uh, relying on their father's strength. It says Dorton that they came on the city uh, secure, they came they came confident on the city to destroy it because and the Pasuk calls them the brothers of Dina because they had Mesiris Nefesh, they went to fight for Dina they're called Achei Dina but over here it doesn't say now one thing I'm a little bit you know, surprised over here, see the Torah specifically doesn't say the names, why doesn't the Torah say the name? because Torah doesn't want to say maybe bad about uh, Shema Balevi, so Rashi comes and figures out <laughs> And tells you who they were, you know. But it's not really Rashi. It's, it's, at this point, Rashi didn't. Maybe this is an explanation. I was wondering why doesn't Rashi say before, saying who is Isha Lochif, to try to figure out who it was. Okay. So why why does Rashi say over here? Okay, Rashi is explaining here why they call him Achim, why they call him. But over there, Rashi didn't bother explaining. Rashi could have figured out over there too who they were. But Rashi wasn't going to figure out over there if the Pasik tried to hide it and says Ishalachi uh, without telling you who it is, why should Rashi go and tell you? Trying to hide the identity, not to make anybody stand out. But here he's telling them Shimon Valevi Achim that they're brothers and that they're brothers. Rashi says, well, Rashi says they were brothers. Now brothers, if they were just in one time, that's just not, not enough. It has to be something else. To call them brothers, just because they happen to plot one thing, maybe wouldn't make them call them brothers. Brothers means that they do things together. Not only that. So, that's why Rashi says, it must have been also Yosef. 
And since the Pasuk is telling you the Achim, so now we can find out who they were. So up to now, Itaka didn't know it. I don't know. I know if that's true, but my take. Klei Chamas, Zatrashi, that was stolen instrument, Zatrashi, Umnu Zushal Ritzicha. This craft of murder is Chamas Ubiyideyem, that is uh, wrongfully, that's robbed in their hands, they don't belong in their hands. Mibichas Esav Hizu, that's from the blessing of Esav. That's not their blessing. Zu Umnu Shalohi, this is the craft of Esav. Esav uses his hands. Chaydaimi de Esav, you know, the hands belong to Esav. Uh, the, what, 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 did, what did Hashem, what did, Yak, what did Yitzchak bless Esau? Ve'al, char b'chotichya, live on your sword. So he told him to live on the sword. Why did this he bless him that? Because to, to protect him, I mean, he was a murderer. I mean, why did he bless him? He didn't bless him with a murder, but, I mean, fighting, that's his, that's his thing. But ba'atem chamastem o'isoyimeno, but you have stolen it from him. You have stolen it because you used that, 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 that thing. That denotes weapons. Uh, your stolen uh, vessels is, is the weapons. Uh, the saif in, 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 in Lashon, the Greek, is the word is called machir. So could be also the, the sword. Another explanation of machir. Seyem means uh, in the land of their dwelling. Be'eretz migurosam. Klechomus mecheiru seyem in the land where they lived. Nogu atzim miklechomus. They conducted themselves with vessels of violence. Kemoi, like we find in Yechaz Kultazayim Pazigimu. Mecheiru sayich. Your dwelling place and your birthplace. So Mecherusayim is in their birthplace. This is the translation of the Unkelos. In the land of where they are, we're living. Okay, Pasik Vov. Let my soul not enter their council. Uh, when there's going to be. A case which is called council. Uh, we're going to see they have a the council in a certain case. He says so in their council. My soul should not be there. He shouldn't be mentioned about it. We'll see what Rashi explains. Bikholam in their gatherings in their assemblies. I'll take at Let my honor not be there. In other words, when their descendants they'll do something. I don't want to be recalled like my name over there on them. And he gives again key. For in their anger, they killed a man. Uh, who is the one they killed a man? Who is this man that they killed? Huh? Oh, but they killed the whole city. Rashi is going to talk about why is the whole city called they killed a man? They killed a lot more than a man. Because of No, but we're going to see that the whole city is called. And they were considered, one shot is they were considered like one person. And over here, even despite the fact that he was rebuking them, uh, the Rebbe points that out also in the Sicha, the Rashi Sicha, this Rashi, on the Horgu Ish in Chelik Hei, Vayichi Chelik Sicha Aleph in Chelik Hei is on this Rashi. So it says, Horgu Ish, they killed a person, then it says, Uviritsoinam, and with their will, Ikru Shoir, they, uh, they wanted to tear out or he touches your hamstrung, a shoyer, an ox, a bull. 
You remember what? what is what is Yosef called? Yosef is called an ox. Remember, the kind of name Karnav. Remember that it's called like a bull. So Yosef. So they wanted to ikru to tear out to hamstrung the shore the, the bull. So Trashi, what does it mean when he says nafshi? Let my soul not enter the council. So Trashi is a zimri. This refers to the future incident of Zimri that Yaakov is referring to. When the tribe of Shimon gathered, to bring the Midianite woman before Moshe, this story relates to us later on in the Chomish, about the story, and they said to Moshe, is this woman is this one forbidden or permitted? Are we? Am I allowed to marry? Is she permitted to marry? Zimri was the tr- leader of the tribe of Shimon. But he had all the people of the tribe of Shimon, they all gathered to defend their leader. And they said, this woman, the Midianite woman, is it permissible or it's asur? Im taimar asura, if you say that she is forbidden, bas Yisra mihi who permitted you to marry Yisra's daughter? In other words, how come you married? But of course, first of all, that was before Matan Torah, and she converted. But Zimri wanted to marry a Midianite woman. So he's saying, Al Yizokhir Shmi Bedover. So let my name not be mentioned in connection with that affair. Besoidom, in their council, when the people of Shevet Shimon will counsel to go ahead and try to attack Moshe. Don't mention my name there. I'll take at kvedi. Let my honor not rest there. I'll yizochesh mi bedover. Let my name not be mentioned there. Shenemar, because it says in the pasuk, as the pasuk says, "Mamidu chafayidalov." Zimri ben Solu, nisiv beis of la shimon. It's a Zimri, the son of Solu, who was the leader and the head of the household for Shimon. Velakasa ben Yaakov. It doesn't say the son of Yaakov, so it stopped it because Yaakov asked the soydom the the soydom atom enafshi. What does it mean? Bekalom. That refers to Kshiyakil Koirach. This refers to Levi. So one of them goes for Shimon and one is Levi. Kshiyakil Koirach Shuhu Mishifte Shalevi is called Eid al When he will gather the entire community on Moshev Aaron. So there he tells him, Al Teichat Kvedi. So my glory should not rest over there. Al Yisyachet Shom. Al Yisyachet Imam Shmi. My name should not rest with them. Shanemar. Because it says in my Midbar Tazayin Alach, it says, Koirach ben Yitzhar. Ben Koz Ben Levi, and it doesn't say Vleinema Ben Yaakov. It doesn't say Ben Yaakov. I maybe uh, okay. Maybe he doesn't want to just say Ben Yaakov. Because look, you have to contrast it. Look, Rashi, Abu Bedivra Yomim, but in the Bedivra Yomim, Shnisiachshu Bnei Koyrach Aladuchen. When the sons of Koyrach were the lineage of them for going on the Duchen to stand up to do the Birchas Kohanim, Nemar Divriyam Vov Chobbeis, Ben Koirach, Ben Yitzor, Ben Koz, Ben Levi, and then adds to Ben Yisrael. And the reason why he doesn't say over here, is he says, Bikaholam, Al Teichat Kvedi. So Trashi, Kovid, Kovid of Trashi, Loshen Zoharu. That is a language, in a masculine, a Zohar, Al Teichat Kvedi, and you have to uh, 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 explain uh, like he's speaking to the covet. He's speaking to his honor. Don't 
be united them. Kimoi Yishai Yudal Chov as in Yishai Yudal Chov like Teichad Itom Bikvura. Teichad Itom Bikvura means uh, you uh, you shall not join Teichad uh, them in burial. Teichad Itom Bikvura. Now, since the word Teichad includes a prefix Tov. It can be either the second person masculine or the third person feminine. Since covid is a masculine noun, the verse B must be the second person. Who is this man that they killed? This is Chamoir and the people of Shechem. Now, very strange. Why does Rashi not bring out that they killed... Uh, the Shechem itself. But they're called Ish, Ve'enon Chashuvim Kulam, Elon Ki Ish Echod. They're only considered all like one person. Apa Ba'orish, they called a man, they killed a man like if it was only one person. Ve'cheinu Emer Begidin, so was that Begidin, Rashi already brought down Gidin before, with the miracle, in Shev Tivvav Tazayin. In Shev Tivvav Tazayin, when we talked about Rashi, said before that Manasha will be great, Rashi says Gidin will come from him. So he says, es midyon ki ish echod, that you will smite Midian like one person. and likewise by Mitzrayim, in also it says, Sus that a horse and its rider he threw into the water. And the Rebbe goes through in the Sikha, the entire Rashi, why is Rashi bring the two Sukkim and the two Rayas and and why Chamerat Shechem and why not the Shechem himself and um, 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 all the details. But then the Rashi finishes Zohu Medrashi. This is the Medrash. Upshutai and Rashi reverses. Always Rashi writes the Pshat before the Medrash. Here Rashi changes around. And the Rebbe explains that too. Upshutai. The simple meaning is Anoshim Harbe Koyre Ish Kolechad Laatzmei. Many people he calls one person, each one by themselves. So, in other words, ki ba'apam horgu ish, each individual. Ba'apam horgu kol isha kosolov. It's with their anger that they killed each person that they got angry. So with their anger they called, killed individuals. Each individual they got angry with. V'chein yichas kritas gimel, v'yilamid litrev teref odom. He got used to a devouring, a devouring of people, ochal to eat. It talks about the wild beast who devours people to, to eat them. Pasik Zion, Arur Apam Ki Oz. Cursed is their wrath, their anger, Ki Oz, for it is mighty. It's very strong. The Evrosom, and their anger, Ki because it's harsh. So it's all a duplicate Lashon, like it's Apam and Evrosom. It's different language, wrath and anger. Oz means mighty, and Koshosa means harsh, strong. Shem says, Achalkim Yaakov, Achalkim B'Yaakov, I will separate him throughout Jacob, Vafitzim B'Yisrael, and I will scatter him throughout Israel. Separate them means that they're not going to be in one place because it's, it's, he's afraid, you know, they'll be together, Shimon and Levi, or they'll be together, they'll, uh, they can cause uh, a lot of destruction together, they're very strong together. Order Apam Ki Oz. They say they're not so strong because they, they cause the Arab and they couldn't really fight back. Oh, well, yeah, they couldn't find it well. The Brismila helped, but still to go out against the whole city, that was still quite a task. 
bad because remember when I've told you said you guys each take one and I'll take three? So they can each by themselves take one, so I wasn't afraid of each one. Well, um, it was Shimon and Levi. It was still a, a mighty task uh, for for going against a whole city. Order apam ki oz zokrashi afilu bishas toichacho. Even at the time of rebuke, like kilal el apam, he only cursed their anger. He says order apam. Cursed is their uh, their wrath and their anger. Zeu shomer bilam, and this is what bilam says. My midbar chav gimel ches. Over there he says mo ekoiv. Bilam said, What shall I curse which God does not curse? Achalke biyakov, Zakrashi. I will separate them throughout Yaakov. Afridim zemizeh. I will separate them from one another. Shaloyyehei levi biminyan hashvotim. This means levi will not be numbered among the tribes. Barem chalukim, hence they are separated. Separated means here, levi is not counted. What? Because Levi took another very important job. See, despite the fact that he... They're not counted so Levi, Levi Because not Levi doesn't get a part in Eretz Yisrael. Levi was uh, designated to serve in the Beis Amikdash. So he took out Levi from the number of the Shvatim. What do you mean took out? He, he's not counted in everything. They were designated for being uh, servants of Hashem of, and being Kahanim and Levim. So uh, they didn't get a part. They just got the Migrash Orim. They got other, other sections, but not regular portion of the land. So separating them amongst Yaakov means splitting them means just taking them out by by by, by taking them out from the from the poor from the count of Yaakov. Another interpretation Rashi says uh, there are no uh, uh, poor people and uh, scribes and teachers of children but from Shimon. Uh, you know, teachers, these three come from Shimon, so that they'll be scattered. Because uh, they're, first of all, they're poor people scattered to collect money everywhere, right? Scribes go out, people to write for them, they go everywhere. Malamdi Tanek is teaching children, you go everywhere. So they all come from Shimon, because they should be uh, scattered. So they're all scattered. Was that was the, 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 the tribe of Shimon. Shifta Shalevi. And the tribe of Levi also in Mechazer al He made them a He made him Mechazer al He should go after in the granaries where people give because they have to take the trumas of Maestros. So they go to the granaries. So they're also scattered. The trumas of Maestros for trumas of Maestros. Nasan covid. Thus he caused him to be dispersed in a respectful way. Um, I, is this referred to Shimon and Levi or just to Levi? I think to both. I mean, you know, respectful way, Aniim, Seifrim, I'm not sure, maybe it's just uh, Levi also to stand there and beg for the handouts, you know, that's not such a uh, uh, way. I mean, I, I when I didn't pay attention to Rashi, I thought that the Seifrim, Lamdin, Tadekis were poor, they're not poor. I mean, today's Seifrim, look what a pair of phone calls today. So it's not, uh, they're not poor anymore. Anyways, they make you poor. Okay, next Pasik. Posik Ches Yehuda Ato Yeducha Achecha Yehuda, as for you, your brothers will acknowledge you. Yodcha Ba'oyref Oyvecha Your hand will be at the back of your enemies. 
as we'll see in Rashi, uh, and your father's sons will prostrate themselves to you. Just incidentally, uh, the Torah this week is Yehuda Ato Yeducha Achecha, that Yehuda, which is the level of Haidoya, the level of Bittl, which is the level of Shemin Esrei, that comes after Achecha, after there is the um, uh, before in the davening there is the Ruven, Shimon and Levi, the Achecha Ruven, the level of Ria and and Shimon, the level of Shmiya and Lev, which is the level of uh, of the pre- preparation to Kriya Shema uh, and Shema Yisrael, the level of Ria and uh, Shimon, Shmiya, the level of Bechol Nafshecha Bechol Levovcha Bechol Yitzrecha level of Shmiya Smoil, you mean Smoil Av and Yira, and then the level of Levia from Levi. So then you come to the level of Yehuda, then you come to the level of Edoim. So Rashi, Yehuda Ato Yeducha Achecha. So he begins the words with Yehuda Ato Yeducha Achecha. With appeasing words, Ato, you, Yeducha Achecha. Lefi, Sakrashi, because Sheikhicha Sarishonim. Bikanturim, he reproved the first ones, which means Reuben, Shimon, and Levi, with reproach. Hischel Yehuda lost so Yehuda started backing off, so that Tomer, uh, so that Yaakov should not rebuke him, reproach him for the story that happened with him and Tomar. And Yaakov called him with words of appeasement. Yehuda, you are not like them. Um, the mice of Tamar, of course, um, at the end of the day, um, there was no Aveira over there um, between uh, Yehuda and uh, Tamar. And the Rebbe explains that Al-Derech Hapshat, even though we say that um, um, that the Bnei Neich God Ratzma Al-Rayus, Rashi says the Mice of Shechem, but nevertheless, uh, by Tamar, uh, this was a, uh, a, a, a situation in, and that's why he said hover because to make because it wasn't in a way of of hefker and things like that and that he says Rashi touches of the hover that has mini in order to be uh, a situation of of of, of dafke, not a, a, a prohibited uh, relationship and uh, the Rebbe explains over there that she didn't have a halacha of a shemeres yabam mikra even though he uses the words v'yabem but it wasn't a Shemeris Yobam. And the reason why they said before he knew that that Yehuda admitted and told that with is the whole idea of Bas Shem, uh, Bas, uh, that she was the daughter of shame, Ephraim Akshor, Bas Shem, that uh, Bas Koinoy, so this was only a something that the people accepted about themselves, not to, uh, that a Bas Koin had to do beyond. Uh, the normal, and uh, this was sort of accepted rule upon themselves, 
And when they said that was an Avera, but with Yehuda it wasn't an Avera. But nevertheless, in the parentheses it says, Maybe there was still a um, somewhat of an issue in the, in, 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 in the, in the way it took place. So maybe, uh, maybe because Yehuda couldn't know for sure what the status is, um, or um, maybe by the level of Yehuda, this shouldn't take place. In any event, Yadcha Be'oyref Oyvecha. So Trashi. This refers to be made David in the days of David. Of course, Yehuda is the forebearer of David. David is an ancestor of Yehuda. Over there, we find in the Pasik, Shnemash Mubeis, Chobeis, Pasmim Aleph, Ve'oyvai Tatali Oyref. And my enemies, you have given me. Uh, the back of their necks, meaning that they were always running from from me. So yotcha means that they're your hands is on their backs because they're running from you. Bnei avicha, tzutrashi al shem shahoyu menoshim harbe because they the uh, tribes were born from many wives. Leomar bnei imecha, he didn't say the sons of your mother because that would not include. Uh, many that would only include all of Yehuda's brothers of Leah, total of six. But he wanted to include all the brothers, and that's why he says Bnei Yovicha. Kederech Shomer Yitzchok Lil Chavzayin Chavtes. Yitzchok said uh, uh, before when he was giving the brachas, he said Yistach V'Lecha Bnei Imecha. So we're there because uh, he was. Uh, they were both. Uh, from one father, from one mother, because they're bnei yimechal. Pasuk tes, Gur Arye Yehuda. Gur is a cub, small one. Arye is a grown lion, a small and a and the grown lion is Yehuda. Miterev bni Alisa. From the prey. I mean, from the suspicion that you prayed. This is connection with Yosef. We'll see in Rashi. Bni, my son, Alisa, you withdrew. Kora, Ravatz, he crouched and he rested like a lion. Ka'ariya, like a lion. Uchilavi, and like a lion, Miyikimena, who will arouse him? We'll see in Rashi what all these things refer to. Gur Arye. He says a small, a cub, and a grown lion is Yehuda. So Rashi al David Nisnabe. This prophecy is with regards to David. Pitechila in the beginning he was Gur, he was like a cub. In Shmuel Beis, Perighei Beis, it says Biyesh Shol Melech Aleinu. At the time that Shol was king over us, Ato Yisa Meitzim Ameves Yisrael. It was you who led. Israel out and brought them in. And so in the beginning he was just small, like a cub. And then at the end, he ended up a lion, when they made him king over them. And this is what Unculus means in his translation, that Shilten Yehei Bishruya that he will be a shilton, he will be a ruler, Bishruya uh, in the beginning, Bitchilosei. In Bitchilosei, he was a gur. And then later on, he ended up being Aryeh.
Miteref from the prey. Zakrashi Mimashadhadhitiha. From what I suspected of you, uh, what I suspected you in Pasik Periklamatzai Pasklamat Gimel, uh Bitoref Toref Yosef Chayiroa Halosu. These were the words that uh, Yaakov used when he was told about Yosef's disappearance. So he says that Joseph has surely been torn up, a wild beast has devoured him. So um, so this was um, references, Torah Torah of Yosef, that he, the wild beast, he was referring to Yosef, and, uh, to Judah who was likened to a lion. So um, that's what he meant when he said over there, Torah Torah of Yosef, he suspected actually that Yosef may have done it. And we already have in the Rashi's earlier also a mention to this effect that he um, had some suspicion that the brothers may have had a um, something to do with Yosef's disappearance. Bni Olisa, my son, you withdrew. So Rashi, silaktas atzmecha, you withdrew yourself. Ve'amarta, and you said over there in pasuk uh, chavav, you says ma betza, what is the gain? And it says, if we slay our brother and cover up his blood. And he suggested that they put him into the pit, which eventually led to his release. So although, I mean, uh, uh, which he said to sell them to the uh, Yishmaelim, which eventually led him to Egypt, so that he became the ruler. So even though uh, it seems like Yehuda uh, wanted to get the, some money out of the deal, um, but selling a guest into slavery was not a certain death and he allowed for the opportunity and uh, still that is worthy of uh, of, 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 of uh, commendable because at the end of the day uh, he saved his life even though uh, his intention may have been mabetza, uh, uh, what to gain uh, money also maybe possibly I'm just thinking maybe possibly uh, that was just his excuse that he was using for his brothers. Um, and maybe uh, it's not really the money that he wanted, but it was more to not to kill him and hoping that, you know, Hashem will protect him in one way, as he did. But Anyways, uh, we see that Yaakov uh, says, B'ni Aliso, that he has removed himself, he withdrew himself from this. B'chein Marigas Tomer, and also, uh, this also refers to... Uh, the Alisa removed himself from Arigas Tamar from killing of Tamar because uh, Shahida that he admitted uh, he said she is right it is from me she says it's right is from me so he admitted there uh, so he also uh, went up or he withdrew from causing uh, you know uh, the death of an innocent Okay, over there too, um, I mean, he is the one that wanted to uh, condemn her to uh, to death. Um, he says, it's And, you know, um, he counts it still as a righteousness because, uh, and, you know, the fact that he was able, had the courage to admit that he made the mistake, even though... Um, even though that would have killed an innocent person, person but he still gets credit for admitting it. And because of this, um, the Pasik says, Kora Rovats, the Goimer. The Pasik Kora Rovats, Kari, Uchlov Mi Kimenu. 
that he crouched and laid down, uh, and this was fulfilled uh, in the days of uh, Shlomo. Uh, at that time, it says Kora Rovats, he can kneel and he can uh, he can crouch and he can kneel. Uh, in the days of Shlomo, Malachim Alav Hey Hey over there it says Ish Tachas Gafnoi, the Goymeri each and every man under his vine, uh, and that means that everybody was everything was peaceful. The lion. And the um, the lavi, the Arya and the lavi did not need to do their job and roar, but they can lie lie, lie in peace. Tachas gaf tachtinasim. Pasuk yud la yasur shevet miyehuda. The scepter uh, shall not uh, depart from Yehuda. Scepter meaning the leader. It will be uh, a shevet. A shevet is lashon uh, from the stick. But the one who a ruler is because it will be as a ruler uh, will not depart from Yehuda. Um, and the mechaykek is um, uh, uh, that's a student of the law. Uh, uh, those who inscribe chakika, uh, the the engrave the words of Torah. But the mechaykek refers to as Rashi will explain students mibein uh, raglov. From between his feet, meaning that his descendants will be uh, Talmidim uh, and the leaders, uh, students of, of Torah. Ad Kiyova Shiloi, till the time that Shiloi comes, meaning till Meshpias Mashiach, till the coming of Mashiach, till Shiloi will come. The Loyikas Amim, and to him will be gathering all the, the peoples. So he will gather in all the people. Kibbutz Goliath. What does it mean that they will, won't uh, depart? That didn't happen until David, but David from David and, and thereafter, um, there will always be from the tribe of Yehuda will be the leaders. Uh, these um, are the heads of the exiles uh, in, in, in Babel. Uh, so these who bear the scepter after the termination of the kingdom uh, from David, even though that David uh, ceased being, so what does it mean? Uh, but from that time after David, the kingdom we know was uh, over. But the uh, Rashi Goliaths, the heads of the exiles, um, uh, they, they are considered also Shevet. Uh, because they would rule over the people with a scepter. Uh, with a stick, they were appointed by royal mandate, so that's considered to be uh, not just a, a, a rabbi, but a rabbi that had uh, some teeth to it, uh, to them, they had the backing of the, uh, and a mandate of the of the government, and this is the Russian Goliath, and that went on for all generations. Loyosir means it will never depart, meaning that today too, there is the leadership uh, not exactly with the word Shevet, but it should be that today too there is the uh, leaders is from the tribe of, tribe of Yehuda. This means Talmidim, the students of the law. I mean, students, uh, this refers to Eilin Nesiyei Eretz Yisrael. These are the princes in the land of Israel. Because the Nesiyim in the land of Eretz Yisrael, uh, they came also from the uh, tribe of, uh, of Yehuda. Uh, he calls them the he calls them the Talmidim. Maybe he's a Talmidim of Chochmah, Talmidim of Torah. Hat Yovishila, until Shila comes, Melech HaMashiach, 
the king Mashiach, Shabalucha Shaloi, the king Dom belongs to him. So till Malach HaMashiach will be uh, with Yehuda, and then it will go to Malach HaMashiach, who is a descendant from Yehuda. Bechein Tirgem Unkelus, and so Unkelus translates until Mashiach come to whom the kingdom belongs, which is the tribe of Yehuda permanently. But the Medrash according to the Medrash Agodah, that Shiloi is a combination of the words Shai Loi, a gift to him. Yevilu, as we see in Tehillim Ayinvov Yudbeis, Yevilu Shai Lemoira, as it said, they will bring a gift to him who is to be feared. Yevilu Shai Lemoira, who is to be feared. Um, so therefore, it's called Shi Shai Loi, the Shai to Mashiach, because he will be feared uh, because being the leader. The Loi Yikas Amin, and to him we will be gathering of people. So Krash Yikas Amin means Asifas Amin, the only gathering of the people. Shahayud Iker He Biyisoid, the Yud is part of the root and not a prefix. Like it says in Yecheskel Chavches Yud Zayin, Yif Oscha, with your brightness. Upaamim Shenefelus Menes. Sometimes the Yud is omitted. The Kama Oisius Misham Shuris Beloshin Zeh. Many letters are subject to this rule. Vehem Nikroim Iker Noifel, and they are called defective roots. Kigoyin Nun Shel Noigif, like the Nun of Noigif, smite. Bishel Noishech and and bite and the Aleph uh, of in Eve Yudbeit Gimel shall be Achoisi Baoznechem of my speech in your ears. Bishel Baavachas Cherev and in Yecheskel Chav Aleph Chav Avachas Shemen. Uh, the aleph of the scream of the sword is the avachas, the scream of the cherev. There's an extra aleph over there, and the osuch shemen, the soch shemen. That's an extra, and the uh, um, uh, the aleph of the jug of oil. Avze yikasamim. So also, uh, this too is a now meaning a gatherings of people, meaning. Asifasamim, uh, gathering of people, meaning a number of nations who unite to serve God and join under the banner of the King Mashiach. So, Amim, the nations will gather together. We are gatherings of nations. Asifasamim, gathering nation. Shenema, similar to this, is Yishayidalf Yud, Eilav Goim Yudroshu. That to him shall nations inquire. So, we see to Melech Mashiach, nations will come. V'doim uh, is similar to Mishli's Lamed Yud Zayin, Ayin Tilag La'av V'tovus L'yichas Eim. The eye that mocks the father, Ayin Tilag La'av, and uh, despises the mother's wrinkles. V'tovus L'yichas Eim. So the word, in other words, meaning, L'yichas Eim is L'kibbutz Kemotim, that's the gathering of wrinkles that's on her face and wrinkles due to her old age so that's the gathering of wrinkles and in the Talmud we find 
the Yasvu, they were sitting, Umakhu, and they were gathered, Akhoso, in assemblies, Bishuka de Nahardo, in the streets of Nahardo. Viyachal Hoyalaymar Kihiyas Amim. He, he, Yaakov could also have said, Kihiyas uh, Amim. Since the Yud of Yikas is not a prefix, denoting the third person, masculine, singular, but is a defective root, the noun Amim Kihiyas would be, be just as appropriate. Posikidalov. Oisri la gefen iroi. He binds, Oisri, he binds, la gefen to a wine, iroi, his foal. A foal is a young horse. So he binds his foal to a vine. Oisri la gefen, he binds to the gefen, iroi, his foal. Vila Soyneko Bni Asoynoi. And to Soyneko, that's a, a tendril, it's a part of the of the of the tree, the the the, the, the vine. So the to a tendril Bni Asoynoi a young donkey. So Bni Asoynoi is a young donkey. So he ties the foal to the geffen, to the vine, to the sareka, to the tentril. He ties Bnei Asoinoi, the young donkey. Kibes bayayin levushe. He launders his garment in wine. Uvedama novim, and what it means is washes his garment in wine. I means so much wine there that even your garment, instead of using water, you wash it in wine. Uvedama novim and the blood of grapes. Again, this is an expression of the juice of the grapes. He calls it the blood of the grapes. Susoi, his raiment. That's another word for uh, clothing. Oisri la zokturashi. That this is a prophecy also for Yehuda. Nisnabel, that it's Yehuda. He prophesies concerning the land of Yehuda. Namely, that wine will flow like a fountain. That Ish Yehuda, a man in Yehuda, of the tribe of Yehuda, yes, he will uh, tie, bind one foal, um, one horse uh, to the vine. And he will load him up, and he will load him from one vine. So one vine will have so many grapes that you won't have to go to another vine. Uh, this one vine will be able to load up a full ayur, a full, um, a full young, a full, a full, a full horse uh, with grapes. And the same thing is also mesorek echod, and from one uh, young donkey, uh, and from one sorek, one vine, one tendril. Uh, can load up a Benos Echad, a young donkey, and that's how much wine there will be. So this is an expression how much wine there will be. And Rashi touches the tendril of the, what we said, the Sereka, that's Zmoira Arucha, that's a long branch. Uh, Sereka is a branch called the tendril of, of, the, of the vine. 
kibes by yayin, and he'll wash in wine. Zaktarashi calls it lo shudibu yayin. Well, this is an expression of an abundance of wine. So, uh, it's just with different examples. Susoy, Rashi says, Loshin mean begadu. It's a type of a garment. There's no other uh, like it in the, in the Torah to find an example there. Oisri, that means Kimoy Oiser. This is equivalent to Oiser. The Gumosoy ties, ties in, like a sample of it. Is in Tilim Kufidimu Zayin, Mikimi, may offer doll, he lifts Mikimi, the pauper up from the dust. Uh, instead of make him. So it's Mikimi, Oisri, instead of Oiser, make him offer doll, Oiser, it's Oisri, Mikimi offer doll. Also, it says Hayeshvi Bashamayim. Uh, you who dwell in the heavens, uh, instead of Hayoshev Bashamayim, Vechein Bni Asoinoi, likewise his young donkey, instead of Ben Asoinoi. Bni Asoinoi, Ben Asoinoi. Ki'inyan Zeh follows this pattern. Pattern. Ve'onkelus Tirgen B'melech HaMashiach. And the Onkelus, um, however, translated the verse as referring to the King Mashiach. In other words, the King Mashiach will bind, etc. So, Oisri, Gefen, the vine represents Israel. So, Oisri, he will bind like Gefen to Israel, and Zirushalayim means Yerushalayim. Interpreting Iroy as Irhei, as his city, from Ir. Okay, so Gefen, Aisri, like Gefen, he will tie the Gefen, Israel, Iroy to Yerushalayim. Sodeiko, the tentral represents, again, Elu Yisrael, referred to as such. By in the prophet in Yirmiyahu, yet I planted you a noble vine stock, a sirik. Um, Bni Asoinei is translated by the Onkelos as Yivnun Heichli. They shall build his uh, his temple. Bni is derived from the word Bono to build. Asoinoi is loshin shar ha'isun, an expression similar to the entrance gate shar ha'isun in Yecheskel Mem Tezvav. So bni asoinoi he'll build the shar ha'osin. The complete targum reads as follows: He, Mashiach, the Mashiach shall bring Israel around to his city, the people shall build his temple, that's the people, uh, they're called the Tatikha Eden, is the people, Bni Asoinai, will build Asoinai, will build the temple. The Oid Tirgimai Bifonim Acherim, 
he, Onkelos, further translates it in another matter. Gefen elu tzadikim. The vine refers to the righteous. Before we said Gav, Gav, uh, Gefen was the uh, Yisrael. He was saying tzadikim. Bnei asoynei. Bnei asoynei. That's of the oiraisa bu'ufon. That refers to those who uphold the Torah by teaching others. So, bni asoynoi, meaning, he says, al shame shaftim heyu droich ve'asoynus tzuchayros. The the idea expressed in shaftim by the verse, the writers of white donkeys, meaning they ride white donkeys, they teach the, uh, the, the people, uh, they teach them Torah. So either it means Oisri Lagefen Irei that he'll bind the Yidden to Yerushalayim, or Oisri Lagefen Irei means he will bind uh, the Tzadikim, so the, the, the Tzadikim, the Gefen is Oisri, binds Bni Asoynoi, uh, and, and builds uh, um, um, they are the Bnei Asoyne, they deal, they're binding, they built um, the, 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 the Gefen, uh, the Tzadikim, are the Bnei Asoyne, they, 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 they build the Oisri, they're the Avdin Araisu Bofam. And then the uh, Targum uh, touches further that Kibes Bayayin, um, so these were two types in these words of, of Oisri, and then the Taich Lasreika Bnei Asoynei. Now, how does the Taich, with regards to Mashiach, the Kibes Bayayin, uh, that he washes in wine? So he learns it, Yehei Argeven Tav Levushayu, that fine purple shall be his, uh, the Mashiach's garments. Argeven Tav Levushayu. Doimel Yayin, it's uh, similar to uh, to wine. It's Ivanim Hu and it's colorful. Huloshin uh, Suso. That's the language of Suso. Uh, that's expressed in the word Suso. Because that's a garment. It's garments that a woman wears to entice the Sisa, a male, to cast his eyes on her. Uh, so that is the kibes bayayin susoy. Ba'avra b'seir pirush b'talmud, and our rabbis also explained it in the Talmud um, that loshna sosus shikrus, an enticement of drunkenness. This is in mesech tekesubas, in tract tekesubas. Tafkushidal from the base, one eleven B. Valayayin, Shema Toimer Ene Marve. And if you say about the wine that it does not intoxicate, so the Torah says Shema Toimer Ene Marve, which means enticement to drunkenness. The rabbis, however, render this the passage as follows, and with the blood of grapes that entices. Well, yain, Talmud, Susoi. 
Pasukut Beis. Chachlili enayim miyoyin. He's red-eyed. Chachlili um, is red. Enayim is eyes. Miyoyin from the wine. Uleven shinayim and white tooth michola uh, from milk. Chachlili is an expression of redness. Loshen oidem. Expression of redness. Kedar gumei. As the Targum renders it. Who has bloodshot eyes? This is the comment for those who drink wine. To have red eyes. The white teeth from, from milk. To abundance of milk. Because in the land of Yehuda there will be with good pasture for flocks of sheep. So this is the meaning of the verse. She'll be red-eyed from an abundance of wine. And so be white tooth from an abundance of milk. And according to the Targum, uh, the Enaim denotes mountains. Because because from there one can see far away. According to the Targum, his mountains shall be red with his vineyards. So this was simply a blessing for the mountainous areas that they should be full with uh, with wine, with uh, with grapes. The Targum renders it also in another manner. As an expression of fountains and the flow of the vats. The Targum renders further his vats, Navoyi, shall flow with wine. Navoyi, Vikiluha Yikovim, Navoyi, Yikovim Shaloi. Veloshen Arami, who b'msechta v'dezora, that he says Nava Artacho that the vats are to be purged with boiling water, um, um, and Ulaven uh, Shinayim. Uh, he renders Yechavrum Bakosei. Um, so he renders Shinaim as a term to know King Raki Crags. Yechavrum Bakosei. Targum Shinaim Loshin Shinas Loim. Shmulav Yidalad Dalat. Uncle renders this, his Raki Crags shall be white. Okay, we'll go back to it. Prosecute Gimel. Zavulun Lechoif Yamim Yishkoin. Zvulun would dwell on the coast of the seas. So finally changed from Yehuda to Zvulun, that he will be at the coast of the seas. Vuhu l'chayf onniyos, and he will be at the harbor of the ships. V'yarchosei al tzidein, and his boundary will be at tzidein. What has been l'chayf yamim, Dr. Ashi, l'chayf yamim, al-chayf yamim ti'arzi. His land will be on the sea coast. Chayf kitargum is svar. Chayf is as the targum renders svar. Marka Belaz, a gvul, a borderland. 
He will constantly frequent the harbor of ships, in the place of the port. In the, uh, where the ships bring merchandise. For Zvulun would engage in commerce. And uh, and they would provide food for the tribe of Yisachar. Uh, and the tribe of Yisachar would study Torah. This is what Moshe said in Dvorim Lam Gimel Pasuk Ches: "Smach Zvulun b'Tzeisacha, that rejoice Zvulun in your going forth, Yisachar ba'Elacha, and Yisachar in your tents. Zvulun yitzib b'Prakmati, Zvulun would go out in business, in the commerce, Yisachar Oisek b'Toyra ba'Holim, and Yisachar would engage in the study of Torah in the tents. Yachosi al Tzidoy, Seiv Gvuloi, and his boundary will be at Zayin. The end of his boundary will be at Zayin." Atzidin, Yarchosay, Yarchosay means his end. Soifay, his end. Kimoi Shmos Chavov Chobeis will Yachasay Mishkan and to the end of the Mishkan, the end of the Tabernacle. Pasuk Yudalit Yisachar. Now we're going on to Yisachar Chamer Gorem. Yisachar is a bony donkey. Gorem is bones. Chamer is a donkey. He's a bony donkey. Rovitz Bein Hamishpasayim, laying between the boundaries. He was a donkey with bones. Uh, he uh, bears the yoke of Torah like a strong donkey, which is laden with a heavy burden. And the Torah, they take on the Torah, that they, 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 they accept the Torah and they carry the Torah. Lying between the boundaries. Like a donkey, uh, which travels day and night, um, and it does not lodge in a house. But when it lies down to rest, uh, it lies between the boundaries. In the boundaries of the towns, where he transports merchandise. So, He's constantly uh, working, constantly going, constantly doing. The same thing will be with the people who learn Torah, they will constantly be putting effort in this. Posiktas Vav, Bayar Menucha Kitoiv. And he saw a resting place that it was good. The uh, resting place meaning the Nachla that he got in Echisrael, that it was good. Vesaoret and the land, Kinoema, that it was pleasant. Vayet Shichme Lisbel. And he bent his shoulder to bear, again the yoke of Torah. And he became an uh, a mass oivid, a laborer uh, for mass. And he says an indent, an indentured laborer. He's a working, uh, a worker, a worker. Laborer. He saw a resting place that it was good. So he says, He saw that his territory was was a blessed in a good land. He paid his blessing for fruit. So he bent his shoulder to bear the burdens, in other words, the yoke of Torah. In other words, that the produce will come right by itself. It doesn't take so much. I think that's what it means here, that it doesn't take so much work. So, by Yechich Lisbon, by Yehi, 
and he became for all his brothers l'cholach of Yisrael l'mas oivid for an indentured laborer, meaning a working hard a hard worker l'fsik l'mayros to decide for them instructions of the. Torah, Visiduri, Burim, and the sequence of Libyers, Shinemar, Divrayom, Malav, Yubez, Lamad Gimel, Umebnei Yisachar, and for the sons of Yisachar, Yoidei Bino Leitim, those who had an understanding of the times. Yoidei Bino, they know the times, they know the Iburim. Ladas Mayase Yisrael, and uh, the times to know what Israel should do. Ladasma uh, is also the, the laws of the Eden. Rashayim Mosayim. Their chiefs were 200. Uh, which means Mosayim Rosh Tanadris Hamid. They have given set forth uh, to 200 Sanhedrin. Mechalachem Apiyam. And all their brethren obeyed their words. So there was a Lamas Oyved, the laborer, he passed for them, and they produced uh, 200 Rosh Tanadris. Vayet Shichmoy, Zagrashi Hishpil Shichmoy, he lowered his shoulder. Tumoy Shmu Beis Yud, Vayet Shamayim, and he bent the heavens. Tilamayim Ches Aleph, Hatu Oz Neichem, incline your ears. Ben Unkel is Tigun Epharim Achedim. And the Unkel translates it in a different manner. Vayet Shichmoy Lisboil, and he bent his shoulders to bear wars. To be wars, the lichbeish mechoises, and to conquer regions, shem yeshin al svar, for they dwelt on the border. By he ha'oyev kovish tachtov l'mas oyev, the enemy will be vanquished under him as an indentured laborer. So they had to pay actually taxes to him. So that means they took. So when he says that, so by yet. to Lisbon to take on wars and to capture uh, places that are uh, um, to get the other people to capture them under his rulership. Don Yodin Amoy. Don will avenge his people. Like one. The tribes of Israel. Don Yodin Amoi he will avenge his people. Yiko Nikmas Amoi he will avenge from the Philistine, he'll avenge for his nation. Kemoi, like it says in the Vorim Lamad Bey, Pesel Lamad Zayim, Ki Yodin Hashem Amoi, that Hashem will avenge Yodin, avenge for his people. Ka'achat Shifta Yisrael, like one, the tribes of Israel. Ka'achat together. Kol Yisrael Yiki Achadimai, all Jews will be together with him. He'll judge everybody. This was prophesied about Shimshon who avenged from the Plishtim. In addition, we can explain it. Like one, the designated like the designated of the tribes, David, that's David that comes from the Yehuda. So Shimshon will be like Yehuda. Don, Yodname, Shimshon that comes from him will will avenge and uh, will judge uh, like the unique one of the Shifti Yisrael. Pesukut Zayin Yehi Don Nochosh Don will be a serpent alei dorech on the road. Shififan alei oirech It's a type of a snake, a viper. 
Uh, a snake, a viper, another kind of snake, a viper on the path, which bites the horse's heel, so its rider falls backwards. What is this talking about? Don was be a nochosh, and a shfifa. What's a shfifa? The rashi nochosh. It's a snake. And the reason why they gave him the name of Shvifoin, Hashem Shunoisha, because uh, it bites. Shunoisha, because it bites. Kemoi, like it says in Bereshis Gimel Posik Tazvov, Va'ata to Shufenu Okish, and you will bite his heel. Hanoishech Ikvisus, which bites the horse's heels, Sokrashi Kachdarkishusus. So with the habit of the snake. Jacob, Yaakov, compares Don to a snake that bites the heels of a horse. And the rider falls back, he doesn't even touch him. Because we find a similar way by Shimshin in Shoftim Tazai and Posik Hoftes. It says, that he grabbed hold the two pillars that held together that building, and Shimshon Agibra pulled them together, and the whole building collapsed, and those on the roof died. It's like the pillars from falling behind the horse. He doesn't even touch him. The uncle is Tigger, and um, and the uncle translates it um uh, uh, this is the name Shem Min Nochash, the name of a species of a snake, Shein Riful in Shichosei, that whose bite has no, uh, there's no healing for it. and that is the Tzifoni, the adder, the Koru Churman, and it's called Churman Al Shem because it destroys everything. The uh, Kafsino. And uh, Uncle's renders a kafsino uh, and like a viper, kemoi pesen yachmoin, and yachmoin he will lie in wait, kemoi pesen yachmoin yarif. So the taichi is pasuk yudches the shoshcha kivisa Hashem for your salvation. I hope Hashem the shoshcha kivisa Hashem. The Nisnabe he prophesied she nakru plishtu meseinov is talking about still about Shimshin that the Philistine will gouge out his eyes v'seif eloimar and at the end he will say as it says in the pasuk shreif tazayin chov ches so chreini no vechaskeini no achapam remember me and strengthen me just this time and that was the last time and then he was able to get his revenge from them so he says l'shuoscha kivisi Hashem zochreini no vechaskeini no this is Hashem's help.